This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. For NPR Music, you're connected to all songs considered. I'm Bob Boylan. I'm in Washington, D.C. And in New York City, Hazel Sills. NPR Music's Hazel Sills. Hi. Hi. We have, I think, some pretty good music today for everybody. I think so, too. And I want to start off, Hazel, you uh, are well aware, I know, of our Tiny Desk Contest winner that we announced this week, uh, Little Moon. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, and that song that they did uh, called Wonder Eye just knocked me out. We had many judges, including myself, Bobby Carter, uh, Albina from um, KEXP, Sharon Van Etten, Sudan Archives, and Baby Rose. And it was unanimous. Like, everybody heard this song and just were totally bowled over by it. And that hit you when you when you heard it? Yeah, I mean, it's such a, it, like, I, I listened to the band's uh, interview with All Things Considered um, with Ari Shapiro, and they talked about where the idea for that song came from and this idea of it being about, you know, multiple deaths and, like, Realizing that death is happening, you know, all the time um, with your past self, with your beliefs, with judgments and things like that. And I don't know, it's it's such an incredible song because that band is so big and mm-hmm. the sound they create is so varied, but it's all grounded by Emma Hardiman's like incredible vocals. Like it's like the, the way that she sings is like, I feel like I'm in the middle of a tornado, like, just <laughs> such emotion. And yeah, it's a really beautiful song. Yeah, it was a time where I, the two of the members, Emma Hardiman and, and Nathan Hardiman, who were married, Nathan's mom was in hospice. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were thinking of the two of them, they, this band's from Utah, they were thinking of leaving the Mormon church. It just, under trying to think about how they learned and thought about death in their religion mm-hmm. and then leaving that religion and how to deal with it. Well, that's what this song, uh, Wonder Eye, is sort of all about. And so I want to play it. <laughs> I'm excited. This is a studio version that just came out a week ago, and uh, we will soon have them in the office to play a version for you. But And you can listen to our contest-winning thing at uh, NPR site, too. So here it goes. Wonder Eye. Two every 
Mm. Beautiful. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's like there's there's six people in that band, but somehow that song sounds like it was made by like 30 people. <laughs> like it just sounds I don't know how they do it. It just sounds so big and beautiful and just like the way they all come together in this like gorgeous machine of sound is just I don't know. I love it. The the um we're recording this show just before uh, they arrive in Washington, D.C. to play the desk. I've got the harp rented, and, and I, <laughs> I can't wait for, <laughs> for all of them to, 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 to witness what you just described, yeah. like, like how they're going to do this. And then uh, the recording of, of Little Moon's performance behind the tiny desk uh, will come out May 30th, and we can all watch and see how they do that. But this may be a deeper discussion than we can have today. Maybe <laughs> you want two or three months to, to think about this. But I don't... What do you want from music? Because for me, like the thing that I love and want from music is twists and turns. And I love songs within songs. And like Mm -hmm. this hit every single thing that I love about music. I like words that make me think and wonder, well, literally in this case, wonder. Yeah. I mean, I think similarly, like I I think what I'm looking for is like surprise. I want to be surprised and I want to be shaken up by sound, which is something that I think, I mean, I described Emma's voice as a tornado earlier. Right. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I also think music that asks big questions or minds deep feeling that isn't often expressed in art or, or, or finds new and exciting ways to express feelings that have maybe been the center of centuries of, of song in mm-hmm. a new and exciting way. I mean, I love that line in the song, is there a knowledge that is found not in knowing this idea right. of of moving towards moving towards a future that that is completely uncertain but recognizing that uncertainty as being a, a place to discover in itself like it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be terrifying it it can be exciting and this song being about different kinds of deaths i think is really fascinating the idea of like you know leaving a church that being its own kind of Death or losing a family member obviously is the most literal form, but beautiful, thoughtful, yeah. little moon, wonder eye. That's the single that's uh, on streaming services right now in the Tiny Desk concert. Uh, w- well, their Tiny Desk contest entries online. You can watch that. Wow! And then uh, we look forward to see what they do at the Tiny Desk, uh, which comes out May thirtieth. And speaking of uh, you know s- songs that unfold and have textures and interest you brought something to the table i knew nothing about and this is yule yeah yule this is a a new song from the artist yule it's Mm y-e-u-l-e and the song is called sulky baby (laughs) which is i know i'm like me too yeah yule um whose full name is nat schmiel um is this rising avant-garde pop artist whose sound and style i can like best describe as existing somewhere between hyper-pop and indie rock, which is like kind of a wild combination, but it all works for them. And their music tends to be about really big ideas about like shifting identity and gender. They put out an album last year called Glitch Princess, which was this very kind of like spooky meditation on how you define yourself in digital spaces. Anyway, really interesting artist. But this song, Sulky Baby, um, is really interesting to me because it feels like much lighter in tone for them. It feels like a straightforward, almost like shoegaze song. And so I'm really excited in this song's sound and yeah. the new direction it signals for Yule. Awesome. So uh, let's uh, let's give a listen to, can I, I say this a couple of times, Sulky Baby. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Let's listen to Sulky Baby. Yes. I just keep wanting to say that. I don't know why. <laughs> Here we go. 
Can I can I say it first? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sulky baby. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's that song has, you know, kind of a funny title, Sulky Baby. Um, when have we not been Sulky Wait, what was Babies? It, what was the title again? <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we just keep saying yeah. the title for the rest of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the song actually has, you know, kind of um, heavy uh, subject matter, kind of heavy inspiration for Yule. They've said that this song is about them sort of having a conversation with a younger version of themselves. They've said that, I felt like I was talking to a younger version of me, stopping her from crying, looking back at the ways I betrayed and neglected that innocence from myself. So, I don't know, you get those really intense lyrics about, uh, you know, standing on a cliff, thinking about jumping off it, and that line, I want to eat your face, (laughs) is is great. (laughs) So, yeah, it's a really beautiful song, but yeah, the title is, I mean, it's a great title. (laughs) Maybe we should rename the podcast. (laughs) <laughs> so all all sulky, sulky babies, babies considered <laughs> people can submit yeah, yeah. their their sulkiest babies yeah. <laughs> oh you're gonna take me to one more that i that i don't know so this is fun uh sweeping yeah. promises tell me about sweeping promises I love this band. This is a really incredible post-punk duo made up of Lyra Mondal and Caulfield Schnug. Um, And this song is called Eraser. It's off their second album called Good Living is Coming for You, which is out June 30th. And this band just has such an incredible talent for, like, really concise, incredible punk music. Like, they just say so much with so little. And this song in particular is about this kind of shadowy force that you can't get rid of. You're almost like evil mirror image. The band has said it's like, you know, she watches your every move, she mirrors your emotions, and ultimately uses your voice against you without you ever noticing what she's done. It's kind of like a horror movie in song form. So, yeah, I really love the song. It's Eraser. Here we go.
sweeping promises. Yeah, such a tight song. Like, it could honestly be a cheerleader rendition <laughs> at some point. <laughs> been out of shape, shape, been out of shape, shape. But yeah, that's just, yeah, I just, Lyra's vocals are just incredible in that song. It makes me want to dance. Awesome. And that's uh, from uh, their second album. It's called uh, Good Living is Coming for You, and that's coming for us, what, the end of June, you said? Yeah, June 30th. Awesome. So we'll take a break for a minute, and you're uh, listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. When you book through Capital One Travel using the Venture X Card, you earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights, and you earn unlimited 2x miles on all other purchases. Plus, receive a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. On Wildcard, the new podcast from NPR, you'll hear people like comedian Jenny Slate reflect on their lives. What is something you think about very differently today than you did 10 years ago? Dressing. Like, not salad dressing. I've always loved it and I'll never stop. <laughs> dressing my body. That's all part of the new game show, Wildcard, only from NPR. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. What's happening on NPR Podcasts? More neighborhoods and more perspectives. The more of the world that you hear, the more you hear the world as it really is. NPR Podcasts. More voices, all ears. Find NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Moms know the ups and downs of life. It's what makes them great subjects for books. This is one of the things that fiction can do, right? It can give us a window into the battles that each person is waging or facing, but it doesn't mean that we condone her actions. This week on NPR's Book of the Day podcast, we are discussing books centering mothers. So call your mom, then tune into the Book of the Day podcast from NPR. It's All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan in Washington, D.C. with Hazel Sills in New York City. I know, Hazel, you're a fan of uh, Cola, yes? Yeah, they put out a really great album last year. I think it was their debut, Deep in View. And we just got a new single from them. They're, for those who don't know the group Cola, there's um, members of the band Tim Darcy and Ben Stidworthy uh, were in the band Ought, mm-hmm. O-U-G-H-T, uh, and they went on to form Cola. Uh, the band includes drummer Evan Cartwright. I really love this trio and what they're doing. There, there's a bit of the sound to it. That reminds me, I don't know if you're ever a fan of the group Television from way oh, back yeah. when. Uh, there's something about this group that reminds me a bit of that sound. Uh, there was something I loved about this song, which was uh, the drums and the way it kind of stutters and stops and starts. And, and I just asked Ben and Tim to tell me a little about the song and the origin of it. And then they sent me this clip. So I'm going to play the clip and then I'm going to play a song, uh, which is from Cola, called Keys Down If You Stay. Hey, I'm Tim Darcy from Cola. And this is Evan. Uh, yeah, we're just hanging in our practice space in Montreal. Just want to say thanks, Bob, for playing our new single. Um, yeah, it's a special one for us. It actually came from a dream that Evan had. Yeah, one morning I woke up and realized I had just been in a dream where the three of us were playing a new song that we hadn't played. And I remembered that I was playing a very unusual drum beat, something I had not played before. And immediately kind of took it to the kit and it felt pretty good to play and that was the the sort of basis of this song nice yeah and and you're historically not the the world's best sleeper so it was our great fortune that you had a really 
you got a solid eight hours. You got to to ram that night. <laughs> Indeed, it was. I love that song, but I have no idea what this song means. Is, is there, <laughs> is there, I'm no 
uh, that you're wiser than me in uh, understanding <laughs> words because sometimes I'm a little too literal uh, about it. But do you know what it means that keys down if you stay? Like, w- like I have an image of it, but... I really don't know. I, okay. in, in, in my head, I'm like, oh, it's like someone's like walking towards the door with their keys in hand and someone's like, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I mean, it, it's fascinating, that note about the drum. The drum beat coming in a dream is just... Yeah. It's a very Lynchian idea to uh, me, oh, a David, David Lynchian. David Lynchian. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I can't remember my dreams ever. Are you able to do that? Because it's a talent. <laughs> oh, really? I remember my dreams all the time. I mean, obviously, there are some dreams that just like disappear yeah. the second you wake up. But the idea of a of a song or a part of a song staying with you and then incorporating wow. that into a, it feels very prophetic. What a great story. Yeah, yeah, truly. And um, I, I just missed Cola. They were in town and I had mm-hmm. other plans I couldn't change. Uh, but next time I see these folks, I, I'm going to ask them what Keys Down, If You Stay, means. And also, well, there's, there's so much in that song. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I, in some ways, it's nicer to be a mystery, but I want to know on this in this case. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dream. You don't always get to... You, there's yeah. weird things in dreams that will never make sense. Yeah. And I, and I do, as we spoke about at the top of the show about uh, songs and so forth, I do love mystery in songs. So mm-hmm. don't know why I really want to solve this one, but <laughs> it's getting to me. Cola! <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> so far, we only know that there's a single from Cola, though it's only a year ago. If you haven't heard their record and love that song... There's great songs on it, uh, and we'll see. Heck yeah. yeah. Uh, Anony and the Johnsons, new music. You have it. Yeah, there's a new Anony and the Johnson song. It's called It Must Change, and it is the first single from her forthcoming album titled My Back Was a Bridge for You to Cross, um, which is out July 7th. And yeah, I mean, Anony is like, honestly, like I feel like one of our generation's like greatest protest singers or protest song writers. I mean, her last album, Hopelessness, which came out in 2016, was just like this beautiful album about climate change and feminism and drone warfare. And this song, It Must Change, is also, you know, a protest song, but it takes inspiration from almost like the past. It has this very like 70s soul vibe, which is interesting for Anoni because I think of her as this like experimental electronic artist. And um, she says that a lot of the songs on this new album are almost in response to like Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. So it's a really intense, beautiful song that just feels like almost like a call to arms, like a wake up to humanity. Beautiful. Let's hear it. It must change. change it 
I love that little voice. Um, mm-hmm. that, uh, I, I, I'm wearing headphones, and, and it felt like uh, somebody sitting on my shoulder, uh, my subconscious maybe, uh, asking questions and, mm-hmm. and, and informing me. That's great. Yeah, I think Anoni is that question asker, or almost not a question asker, like a... Like, she's demanding something of us. I love the way this song starts out, almost like it could be a breakup song, like... 
this needs to change the way that you talk to me, the things you do to me, the mm. way you leave me. And then by the end of it, it's it's like, this is our world. No one's getting out of here. It's just going to be a lonely place for us. It's like it becomes this smaller personal feeling becomes this like bigger, like we need to change the world before it's too late mm. um, energy. And yeah. That record, uh, My Back Was a Bridge uh, for You to Cross, comes out when? July 7th. Well, I look forward to seeing and hearing what else they're doing. It's great. Yeah. Uh, I am going to take us out on uh, someone named Chris Farron. Do you know Chris Farron's work at all? Not really, no. Yeah, and and I'm not incredibly familiar with Chris Farron either. Uh, he has an album coming out uh, called Doom Singer. You might know his work. He he works with uh, Jeff Rosenstock and um, mm-hmm. and also has this band called Fake Problems. He's done a number of albums on his own, uh, but. Uh, he says that he was really looking for a, a way to change his creative process. And uh, I, I love it when an artist can do that, when they can see themselves and say, hey, I can do different, better, and I, and I want to do that. And, and, and for this record, uh, he's working with Jay Som, uh, mm. which, uh, you know, I think we're both big fans of. Yeah, I uh, love her work. Her work. Yeah. And um, Jay Som is the music of Molina Duterte, of course, and... Um, I want to play this uh, song called Cosmic Leash mm-hmm. from uh, the Doom Singer album from Chris Farron. I-, I asked him to kind of tell me, like, what is it that Molina, what is it that, that Jason brought to the table that helped your creative process? So he's going to explain that, and then we're going to hear this song, which uh, I advise uh, turning up loud. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to go out on that. So thanks, Hazel. Thank you. Let's do this again. Yes. Awesome. For NPR Music, I'm Bob Boylan with Hazel Sills. Take care, everybody. Here comes Chris Farron. For Doomsinger, I wrote these songs with my friend Frankie, who plays drums on the record. Uh, We had the basics of the songs pretty locked in when we went into the studio with Melina, but I purposefully kind of wanted to hold off on thinking about the lead guitars and the synths so we could kind of tackle all that together with Melina. I just love those JSOM records so much and the textures and tones and sonic worlds uh, that she creates in her music. It's just stunning to me. Uh, I've made a lot of records on my own and I've become a little sick of myself, honestly, and my process. So I, I just wanted to open it up and see where we could take the songs together and just make it a more collaborative experience. And she was just so wonderful to work with and I hope I get to work with her again.
This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Details at CapitalOne.com. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Stearns & Foster. Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted for irresistible comfort with indulgent memory foam and ultra-conforming IntelliCoils for your most comfortable sleep. Learn more at StearnsAndFoster.com. Why is everyone so obsessed with traditional wives or trad wives on social media? 
This week, we're talking about the viral videos of women making marshmallows and mozzarella from scratch, and how behind the sheen of calm kitchens and cute fits, there's some interesting pessimism about our modern world. And that's worth digging into. Next time on It's Been a Minute from NPR.